This episode is dedicated to the memory of Harold Cole. You are listening to Trophy Horse with your host, Tricky Mick, Alex, I yield to no one, Steve, and Sid. And welcome to Trophy Wars. This is episode 469. <laughs> Alongside with me, the man, the myth, the legend, it's Alex. Well, look who's back to the land of the living. You finally don't sound like a shambling zombie who hasn't had sleep in a week. And, you know, maybe you should have come back if you were going to make that really terrible joke there. I didn't make any joke. You paused. I did pause. You left a pause there for too. joke. I got a chuckle out of somebody, and I got the chuckle out of he brings the awesome. It's I yield to no one. Yeah, hopefully Tricky doesn't stumble through this week's episode. You know, I, you know, Alex was killer last week. No preparation, and hit the nail on the head. Tricky put the show notes together. Let's see how he does. I'm going to be honest with you. I put the show notes together, but I have not read one article. I just put the agenda together based on. Article titles only. Oh, jeez. Well, you, unlike me, watched the State of Play this past week, Tricky, so I'm sure you at least know some of that. You still didn't watch it? No. Oh, man, you should have mentioned one of the games you're interested in. Well, there's two two games that I'm interested in. He highlights. Where they were in the showcase. Oh, he watched the highlights? Well, that's all that matters, then. No, not, no, that's not all the best. I, I was giving him shit before the show because it's 30 minutes of his time. He could have watched it. Well, to be honest, I forgot about it until I looked at the agenda. I didn't have a chance to watch it when it went on, and then over the weekend, I just forgot about it. And then we reminded you, well, I didn't remind you, Yield reminded you during Rocket League Thursdays, which can be found at twitch.tv backslash Gamer every Thursday, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Okay, well, I had to work Friday morning. I usually work Friday overnights, but this was different. I had to work this past Friday morning. And over the course of the weekend, like I said, I just forgot because talking to Yield on the stream, it didn't seem like there was that anything that impressive about the show. So I just kind of like, I guess, put it, tucked it away in the back of my mind. All right. Well, yeah, it's, uh, it's nice to be back to the land of living. Uh, it's, I'm starting to, I'm getting a lot of hate with the, uh, the two community, uh, Contest we have going on because apparently, you know, people don't like to lose and want to claim fraudulent things just because I'm kicking their ass. Similar to what happened to the same person when they challenged us in the trophy war that they got their asses kicked in. Oh, if you're gonna, if you're gonna be calling people out, like call them out here. Like don't don't you know? I'm, I'm still don't beat around the bush. If you got something to say, well, trick I, you make out with it. Well, all right, let's go into. Um, Let's go into the uh, the comment thread here a little bit here before we get into our pr- show proper. Well, what, what uh, comment? What comment thread is this? This is coming from the backlog beatdown uh, Facebook group. There's a backlog uh, beatdown Facebook group. Yes. Why am I not in this? Because you're not in the backlog beatdown. 
Oh, okay. Backlog beatdown. Okay. I'm in the better right. I'm in the better one. The You're in the be legit. I'm in the better one, the be legit. That's right. Right. So uh somebody who's been kicking ass, Mr. Ponder Stibbins, uh uh has taken a negative one recently, uh, because he was un he says he was unable to get into Far Cry four. Um, so I left a comment saying, you know, you keep taking those negative ones, I'll keep taking my plus ones. Because now I'm only five points behind him, uh, being that I basically took a month off of playing video games because I was working so much. And some people have comments, and one the comments are, uh, uh, let's see. Let me find the exact comment because I, I want to quote it properly. Uh, hold on. Oh, what's on the most recent? Hold on. Let me go to all comments. Uh, do, do, do. It was save scumming and cheating your way won't make you a winner. I've seen you play, and there's no possible way in hell you're actually beating the games you are claiming. 100% full stop. In which then somebody else replied, I am good. Uh, it says, I, Michael Miller, who is me, if anybody doesn't know. Ah, you, government names. Ah, what a plain legit, ass name. Is legit using speed I, run skips. I think it's a fake one. I think I think it's just like Joe Scribbles. <laughs> uh, it say that I'm legit using speed run skips. I don't trust it. Knowing he can't get the ratchet and clank. Uh, <laughs> Shots fired! Boy, you can't outrun that platinum tricky, or you can't outrun the trouble you're having getting that platinum. Uh, and then it goes on to say, there is no way he is playing the NES games legitimately. Now, with that being said, I'm being called out because I have recently beaten a, a numerous uh, NES games. Uh, I'm trying to pull up the spreadsheet right now just to go over... Tricky, are you playing Qbert? I was not playing Qbert. Um, I have recently beaten. Uh, hold on, why can't I find it? Uh, I have beaten uh, Metroid. I have beaten um, Star Tropics, which I have yet to post yet. I've beaten the original Final Fantasy. I've beaten Ghost and Goblins and Mega Man Two. Wow, you beat Mega Man 2, beating Wily, the little alien Wily with the bubble that is a very frustrating part of that game. Otherwise, that game is easy as hell, which is why Mega Man 3 is better. Uh, And all these games, uh, if you guys don't know, have come off the NES Classic. So, uh, with Levi talking about how he likes the retro games and he he, he likes playing all the retro games, I decided to bring out my NES Classic to, you know, take it on. And I've gone back and beaten some games that... I just never beat before. And now I'm being called that saying that I'm using, uh, you could download the saves from the internet. I don't know how to do that on the NES classic. Didn't know that was possible. Well, I, I mean, mean, obviously I mean, I you can bork your NES classic. Right. But I, from what I understand, and I could be wrong. I thought the only hack on the NES classic was that you were able to add other games onto it. Not that you were able to add save files onto it. I could be wrong, but I didn't know that was possible. Uh, but I find it, I find the hip, the hypocrisy strong in this thread. And I'm going to tell you why. This all started off with Ponder saying that he was going to take the negative one for Far Cry 4 
because he just wasn't feeling the game. Understandable, right? We we agree that that's a justifiable reason to say, okay, I'm going to take a negative one. Yeah, I mean, if you don't want to play a game, if you've started to play something and it's not clicking with you, cut your losses and just be like, because that negative one is far less valuable than the time you would lose busting your head and just, you know, trying to bust through that game without actually enjoying it. Okay, so in that thread, I have been accused of save scumming and cheating my way to the top, right? So we've established those two facts. I find the hypocrisy strong because after that comment thread, somebody came in and says, don't take the negative one. You can literally beat the game in 10 minutes. And then people go on and say, yeah, you can easily just do this and beat the game in 15 minutes. So in the same thread that you guys are quote unquote calling me out for cheating and saying that I'm save scumming. You're literally telling the guy who wants to take a negative one, oh, don't do that. This is the way to get this uh, this plus one easily. What was the method that you could use it to beat the game that quickly? Okay, in Far Cry 4, I don't know this for a fact. I've just only read this on the internet. But apparently, there's a scene where you go to a table and you sit down and a character walks away. If you legit do not do nothing for 20 minutes, the character comes back, picks you up and brings you to the end of the game. Yeah, that's a, that's a trophy for beating the game. Yeah, but you still have, you still have to play the game, but yeah, there is one trophy for that. I've heard about that. But apparently that brings you that gives you the trophy for beating the game, which then qualifies you for the plus one. So, in the same thread you're accusing me of Cheating to get to the end of the, all these NES games, you're literally telling the guy who said, I'm taking a negative one, don't do it, because this is the way to get to the end of the game real quick. See, you know, Levi has done a lot to try to make this thing as legitimate as possible. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, oh, oh. Let's oh, let's be clear. This is not to be legit. This is the... Oh, okay. Down. This is run... Okay, sorry. I got, I got by Daryl and the Loop Brothers. Okay, so yeah. I mean, Le- Levi's over there doing legit stuff, but I mean, if if we're talking about... If you want your competition to be legitimate... Stuff like that, like, oh, hey, I, I understand it's programmed within the game, as Yield said, it's a trophy, but everyone can then just play that game and then in that quickly just beat it. Like, that's, I don't know. That that seems to be, like, I, I, one of those considerations where it's like, you can't play this game this way. Like, if you have this trophy, unless you have the other trophies for beating the game, like, legitimately all the way through, then you don't get to count that. I, I, it just I it just throws like shade on the entire competition. That's why I don't want to play stuff like that because people are going to resort to stuff like that. Now I'm not saying um, Ponder Stibbins was I think the the player who said yes. yeah I'm not saying that Ponder Stibbins is trying to do anything you know surreptitious, but I, I'm like other people who are telling you know another player to do that like that's a workaround for the competition that you shouldn't be trying to inject into the competition. Why even have a competition then? I, I fully agree with you. Uh, I'm, t- I'm trying to look up the other games that I I beat. Uh, I I did Kid Kid Icarus, Mega Man Two, Ninja Gaiden, Final Fantasy, Ghosts and Goblins, Metroid, Star Tropics, and I've already beaten Zelda, but I'm doing Zelda again just because I want it in the be legit. Ninja Gaiden's pretty well, impressive because like, that's a hard game. It, it was, and it kicked my ass. Now let's be clear about something here. If I was playing this on the original NES, I probably would not have been able to do this. Why not? I'm using 
I'm using the save function on the NES Classic to store the state. So if I died, I just continue, I didn't have to go back to the beginning. But that's not cheating. Well, no, because it's built into the game. Right. So I'm going through the games. I'm just not dealing with the hardship of having to do it on the original. System. Well, I mean, like you never, a good... you never beat any. You never beat the Legend of Zelda on the NES. No, no, no. I have beaten Zelda many, 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 many times. Oh, okay. I just can't. I'm not claiming that for the backlog beatdown because I've already beaten it. But Levi's rules is that he doesn't care if you've beaten the game before. If you beat a legit game in this year, it counts. So Zelda is a be legit game. Therefore, I'm playing through Zelda just because I love the fucking game. Uh, just to get the uh, be legit. A little tricky. Here's here's a little example to go along with something you just said on the on the Super Nintendo Classic. Like I'm assuming, like you can create little save points or checkpoints that you can go back to later within every game. So a game like say Castlevania, uh, Super Castlevania, on this uh, Super Castlevania, I guess we'll call it four. I mean it, that's the name of the, the game, but that always never made that never made sense to me because Super Castlevania four just call it Super Castlevania because right. it's on the Super Nintendo. Anyway, um. But yeah, so you could create little spots that you could come back to later. So like I got to the point where I could fight Dracula and I still haven't beaten Dracula. And if I was playing through on the SNES, I would have died and had to go back to the beginning by now. But because I'd be able to create that little point in time, I could just continually go back and try to fight Dracula and beat him. Which, you know, Correct. you know, you and you know, that kind of the new technology, while it has made games easier, has also made it more accessible to beat a lot of these hard ass Nintendo games. And I agree. And I've taken advantage of it. But I'm being accused of save scubbing. I don't. I don't see. I've the the term save scubbing is new to me. I've never heard that. Tricky. Phrase. I don't know how you've made so, managed to make so many enemies in this world. Well, I I, I I get a lot of haters, and I'm gonna tell you, and I'm gonna call him out because he's been a real prick. Um, I, I have somebody calling me out, and this all started with uh, Spider-Man Miles Morales. Uh, I had somebody calling me out because of my trophy, uh, auto-pop trophies. Now, you guys know, uh, back in November, when I got my PlayStation 5, I told you all guys that I uploaded my save on my PS4 to the PlayStation 5 version of Miles Morales just to see if it would work, because I wanted to see if it was happening on first-party games or third-party games or what games it was actually working on. So I popped the trophy for beating the game on the PlayStation 5 when I did the auto-pop. Uh, and then I beat the game legit when the backlog beatdown started uh, from start to finish. And I got accused of cheating because the trophy popped back in November, even though before the backlog beatdown contest even happened or was announced or talked about, I did it in November and said on the show, this is what happened. And I even said, I have not beaten the game on the PlayStation five, but I do have the trophy. That was actually a part of our conversation. So Yeah. I mean, eh. I'm dro- I'm dropping some salt right now. You want to mention any names? Uh, well, the the asshole that called me out on uh, Spider Man was Corey from the Game Stuff podcast, which will no longer exist. Oh, so that's I know that they said they were taking a break. Chio said they were taking a break. That they might not come back, but that's def- definitive now. Well, I'm assuming that they're not coming back because uh, Kalai and Joe have both joined the Loop Brothers podcast. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Yield. Apparently, Yield's gonna throw some salt out there too. All the all the ice and uh, snow's gone uh, off the road, Yield. I just, I just, I don't know. I mean, it's a fun ride. It's a fun rivalry. I mean, yeah. I mean, I don't like. We don't need to get into the, into the um, 
the uh what happened to to game stuff i mean it's disappointing because you know i it's i know a lot of people enjoy that show but it's good that kalai and joe can it can find another avenue to podcast through as as far as Corey, i never really have had much interactions with Corey, so i you know you're a lucky man well ouch no i'm sorry listen i i you guys know you guys have been doing trophy horse with me for a long, long time. Translation long time. too long. <laughs> okay. Wait, you wait, guys... wait too long. Okay, and, and I, I want to say this part, and I don't. I'm not saying this to toot my horn or anything like this. Okay, please understand that. You both understand how nice of a guy I am. Yes. Okay. I put up with a lot of trolling, a lot of bullshit in between you guys and the community and whatnot. The one thing I will not stand for, well, two things, don't fuck with my family. That's just uh, that doesn't need to be said. But the the point I'm making here, the one thing that will piss me off the fastest and get wrath from me is when you question my integrity and you say that I'm cheating. As an online personality, and I say that with quotation marks. Oh, you are most certainly a personality. You don't need to put that in quotation marks. Well, I, when I say online personality, you know, a lot of people go, oh, he's an internet celebrity. That's not what I'm trying to get at. When, we, when, you do, when you've done a show for 469 episodes, your integrity is crucial because the people that listen to you need to know that you're telling the truth and be open and honest with people. You start questioning my integrity on a video game contest that literally you're, the only reason you're doing this is because we made a $10 side bet on who would get the most points. Corey came out the gates and knocked out 21 points in, in the first a month, which you guys had Levi on uh, four episodes ago to talk about. Yeah, I mean, and, Levi definitely mentioned that, that Corey had jumped out to a big lead in the first month. Right. So you're that far ahead. Why are you worried about me who only got three points? And then you want to question one of the points. It it does it it doesn't make fucking sense to me. All right, so now that we've uh, dropped the salt, you feel better. Well, you know what? I'm actually thinking about as I was saying all this. I think I was going to take this whole out of the show because I really don't want to listen. This, as I told a couple people in this contest, I I really don't care if I win or lose. Oh, I already know. I already know. I don't stand a chance to win, but I'm just playing for the heck of it. Right, the, the, these contests are about to, are supposed to be fun. I just want to beat Tricky. You, well, you ain't got a shot of it this year, buddy. Well, probably not, because I won't have seven weeks of layoff. But, hey, I was proud last year that I beat you. Uh, but, like I said, I'm thinking about taking this all the show, because I, like, I don't want to air all this dirty laundry. This, this stuff is supposed to be for fun, and, you know... If it gets to it be a chore, or, you know, or somebody wants to claim, you know, question every single move I make, then it's just not worth it to me to be in this stuff. Every move you make. So, uh, with that being said, uh, every before we platinum, I'll be watching. <laughs> uh, before we uh, start the show proper, uh, I do want to send a special uh, shout out to the birthday boy of this recording, Mister. Young Twist, Mr. Donathan, Mr. Donnie. So, happy birthday, buddy. What about Mark? Fuck Mark. Oh, that's so mean. 
Uh, you, you really want to throw more salt on the show? No, no more salt on the show. That, I mean, that, it, that's behind the scenes stuff that I don't know about. All right, I, I, I'll I'll just say this: yield. If if Mark wants a birthday shout out, he has to pay me two hundred dollars. Oh, you're still sore about that. <laughs> what the hell is going on with all this animosity around here? I'll tell you what, man. A little inside joke. He he hasn't just been dropping the salt; he's been eating it. We had to call in reinforcements. We had to get ten more dump trucks in here. Uh, there we go. We have brought it full circle. We went from salting Frankfurt, Kentucky, to salting New York, New York. Well, listen, I, I haven't been on the show in a month, so I, I have some grievances to air. What 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 is it? The it's the Festivus, the Aaron's grievances. Yeah, Festivus for the rest of us from Seinfeld. Which is a horrible show, by the way. Oh, excellent show. Uh, all right, so let's get on to the show proper. Updated trophy list. I am level 604, total trophies of 13,765, with a plat count of 252. I've gotten a new platinum. Alex? What's your new platinum? I was going to go into what we're playing, but it was uh, Loot Hero DX. All right. Which is a rap, play, rap game. I got it in 15 minutes. All right, well, I guess it's not worth talking about then. <laughs> All right. It's really not. All right, let's just single it out there and then forget you ever said it. I am level 442 with a total trophy count of 7,269 and a platinum count of 110 platinums in 109 games. Much like Tricky, I also got a new platinum, but unlike Tricky, it wasn't a rat bullshit platinum. What was your control? Name? You got the control platinum already? Yeah. God bless you, sir. I mean, I think it's uh, estimated around 25 hours for the platinum. Yeah, but it just came out. It came out at the beginning uh, of the month. Less than a week ago. Oh, you know what? Fuck. I, I lost track of time. I forgot the fact that it's been a month. Also, I want to say, yeah, tomorrow's March. Uh, I also want to say, or at least at the time of recording, tomorrow will be March. By the time they hear this, it'll be, you know, two day, or three days into March. Uh, also, anytime I'm online going to play Control or, like, going to watch a movie or something, Donnie, he must love that game because Donnie is always playing Control. Like, there has never been a time that I've been on the PlayStation Network and Donnie hasn't been playing Control. Unless he just leaves his game on all the time. Or maybe he got it from uh, Gamefly. He's got PlayStation Plus. Why wouldn't he just download the game for free? Okay, you missed that joke entirely. Hold on, wait, is Gamefly still a thing? Yeah, apparently yeah, it, is. it is. You don't remember Donnie's protest against PlayStation Plus? Uh, he prefers Gamefly. Oh, I remember that, yeah. That that was the joke I was making, and you just, like, shit upon it. Well, sometimes, well you, you spent the first... 20 minutes of this show shitting on things, so I decided to just take a shit myself. Uh, 10-4. Yield, what are you playing, sir? Well, how would you like my trophy count first? Oh, shit, yeah. What you, what you, dude, I, it's been a month. Dude, I, you, to, you know uh, what? You did all that grievancing, and now you just, your mind's gone. Well, I, I, I Shot I your wad before we even got to what we were playing, and now you're done. Anyway, Yield, what's your trophy, sir? Level. Well, I got some gold, some platinum, some silvers. Anyway. I miss you. Uh, I'm still going to fucking kill you. <laughs> shit. Level 437. Trophy count of 7077. And a plat count of 115. I, too, like Alex and Tricky, got a new platinum. Yo, I don't know how I'm supposed to catch you if you keep getting these incremental platinums. I, too, right, you... I, too, like Alex, did not get a BS rat plat. <laughs> Where'd you get your plat in? Destroy all humans. 
God bless you. All right, so I think this is the first time in a long time, gentlemen, that the three of us got the platinum on the same show. I believe so. I'm close to another one on top of that. I just ran out of well, time before we came upstairs, or I came upstairs. Well, all right, well, to be fair, also, I didn't get my platinum this week. I, my, I got my platinum last week, but you guys didn't update it on the show, so. We didn't think you deserved it. Well, I, when I went to the agenda, I had to update my, my blackout. Well, I think that's because you must have used the wrong one, because I updated all the trophy counts. I used last week. It doesn't matter. Doesn't anyway, matter. anyway, and Sid is level 512 with total trophies of 10,144 with 174 platinums in 174 games. We're all doing great work out there. Keep it up, everybody. All right. All right, so let's get into what we're playing. Uh, Yield, we'll start with you since I already tried to pull the info out of you already. So I've been playing uh, World of Warship Legends. been playing some uh, Rocket League. Uh, jumped back into Just Cause 3, trying to get that cotton-picking trophy to pop, and still haven't been able to do that yet. So I'm about to... Basically, I got to go out to play the whole game again. This time, I think I'm gonna play it in offline mode. Uh, been playing Destroy All Humans, of course, since I finished it out and got the platinum. Uh, fired up Ghost Recon Wildlands and started messing around with it. Created my character, and that was about it. Before I had to go to bed last night, pop the trophy. I. Don't even know how I popped the trophy. Game was loading and I popped the trophy. So it must have been something that I that I had done with uh, some of the things that you could go to Ubisoft's website and claim things. That's the only thing I can think of because I had started the game before when I played the uh, beta. And for playing the beta, you if you played the game by let's say February you got some free missions. So I borrowed a buddy's copy, fired up a game, played, I don't know, like one mission, just enough to like register that I played the game so I could get the free missions. And then I gave him back his copy and, and, and you know, until I actually got my own. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to start playing this game. So I deleted my original save because I wasn't that far into it. I'm just starting new, create a new character, blah, blah, blah. Got done doing that. Game's loading in. Pop the trophy. <laughs> I'm like, okay. And then I've been playing, and I am close to finishing out this game, The Last Campfire. All right. Uh, let's see. What have I been playing other than the games I announced in my salt? Uh, I have been playing uh, Hybroxia, which actually, I think you'd like that game. What is, What style of game is it? It's a uh, it's a two D uh, retro gun. All right, we got uh, type the name in the chat, and I'll I'll look it up later. Because I mean, now that I'm largely finished with Control, I'm gonna have to have something else to play besides Rocket League. Yeah, uh, I'm typing it in now. Because uh, there's actually two versions of this out here. Now they say that you can get the platinum in two to three hours, but that. That's not why I started playing it. Started playing it because it's um, uh, Colin Moriarty's uh, company. So I bought all three of their games. Oh man! Uh, includes, just by uh, the name Colin Moriarty, I could have told you would have bought all the games. I Say said again? just just by Colin Moriarty being involved, 
I could tell that you were going to go support that company because you love Colin Moriarty. Me and Colin are boys. Uh, another game that I want you guys both to check out that I've been playing, I've been playing the Outriders demo. That's different than uh, SC Hinton's The Outsiders, right? We're not talking about The Outsiders, it's Outriders. Outriders. Okay. Can't uh, say that I'll like it as so much as The Outsiders, but we'll see. Uh, so I've been playing Hebroxia, uh, Twin Breaker. I tried that out. I, I it's that's an Arkanoid game. I'm gonna have to get used to because it's uh, it's very different from your traditional traditional brick breakers. Uh, I finished up Sackboy, a big adventure. Tried out WWE 2K Battlegrounds. That game was garbage. yeah. I heard that game was fucking terrible. That is the replacement for this year's WWE 2K normal style game, like the simulation yes. style games they have. Because 2K20 was trash too. I heard. Uh, Loot Hero DX, I got the Platinum in. Like I said, that's a 15-minute Rad Plat. Uh, but it was sent to me by the developer, so I decided to play it. Uh, oh, not, let me just clarify. If they hadn't sent it to me, I still would have played it. Uh, started on Final Fantasy VII Remake, but now, uh, within the news, you'll find out. It's coming to the PS5, so I'm going to pause on that. And I finished up Watch Dogs Legion. Just the main story, obviously not the Platinum. Not the Platinum. Oh, uh, because there's a platinum in the game that annoys the shit out of me. Oh, there's more than uh, one platinum in the to... game. Say there's again? more than more more than one platinum in the game because you said that there's a platinum in the game that annoys the shit out of you. I'm sorry. There's a trophy in the game that annoys the shit out of me, and you have to recruit a video game developer, but they only appear for two hours a day in certain locations, and they don't spawn every day. So, it's very annoying. Uh, and yeah, that's what I've been playing. All right, so we are dude, 30 minutes into the show. Dude. Yeah, I'm, you know what? Fuck, I, I, dude, I'm, I'm just gonna let, let Al. I didn't know me. I was gonna get rolled into that salt. That what I've been playing is gonna get rolled into all that salt from earlier. Got Jeez. caught up in it, I, stuck underneath the pile. I, so, I'm really sorry, guys. I'm just, I'm used to doing what I'm playing last. It's, it's not a bit. You know, I thought when you, you were going into what you've been playing, I was like, he's gonna forget about me. He's gonna forget about me. So, <laughs> I literally, I literally, because I always go last. It's, it's just Alex. What have you been playing, sir? Wait, why are we talking about what you've been playing? Well, hold on. I want to go a little deeper into it. I'm sorry. Well, expose. So, uh, of course, Yield and I played Rocket League Thursdays last week. It's just me and Yield. Um, everyone else had some stuff going on. We tried to recruit Gareth, but Gareth apparently had fallen asleep and uh, on the couch. <laughs> but uh, I mean, we understand Gareth. You, you obviously. Uh, got tons of shit to do, and you are much further in the future than we are, so we can understand if you get tired and you need to, to head out. Um, but yeah, Yield and I, we held down the fort. I think we lost three games. Uh, that sounds about and right. And one, probably eight or nine, maybe. So one, I mean, we one, did one. We shouldn't. One we shouldn't have lost. Yeah, one we should have lost. But uh, but yeah, I mean, Yield and I did really well last week. Um. Yeah, so really happy of our performance on Rocket League Thursdays again. If you want to join us for next week, it's uh, 7 p.m. on Thursdays on twitch.tv slash ProvingGamer. Uh, but yeah, besides Rocket League, continuing my journey through Control, like I said earlier, I got the Platinum, so I've beaten the base story. I've pretty much fin- I've actually finished both DLCs. I just need to get one more trophy in the All Altered Worlds events DLC, the second DLC for the game, and I will have 100% in Control. So it just kind of to, to bookend what I had said previously, gameplay is tons of fun. Using the powers is a lot of fun or the abilities, I should say. Uh, the gunplay is a lot of fun. 
the story is the big problem. And to me, it's just kind of this convoluted sci-fi story that never really sits well with me. I, I had to go to, to Wikipedia afterwards and just read what happened to understand the game fully. And I, I and the ending is really, it, it's kind of a bigger problem because the ending just kind of fizzles out. Like, Mission 9 in the game is amazing. It's got this awesome kick-ass soundtrack, this this one song that gets you pumped and ready to play through the mission and just fits so well within the atmosphere. And it's got some really cool visual tricks. It's called the Ashtray Maze. And so mission number nine is great. And then mission 10 comes around. So it's, I, I kind of like, I was in like, you know, I was on a high and I was like, man, this is this is fucking great. The end of the game is going to be a high. And mission, mission 10 just kind of didn't deliver. Like it was kind of, it was a fizzle. The story expose at the end you know, it wasn't great, it just kind of ended, and now, granted, you know, after that, you get to play one of the DLCs, the Foundation, so that explores a little bit more of the story, and, you know, wraps up some of the loose threads around a certain character in the game, so that does, you know, some good, but overall, the main story of the game, like, I, it's just, like I said, it was convoluted, it was too complicated, um, I enjoyed the gameplay, but the story is just something I couldn't get behind, and, and I don't feel like I should, I'm not an idiot, I mean, not all the time, so I feel like if I have to go to Wikipedia to read the plot summary of your game you've done something wrong somewhere so um you know even though the um the main the main story wasn't that great the, the two dlc packs of the foundation and altered world events were both great they you know they did a good job with the story some really cool tie-ins to some other remedy stuff and the foundation just like i said tying up a loose end with one specific character you meet along the way so fun gameplay you know little you know uh, i'd say both of them probably between four to six hours to complete, so nice little extensions of the story there. So I enjoyed both of those. And, you know, for the most part, the gameplay and control was pretty solid, aside from some stupid side missions you had to do. Like, there were side missions where you had to go talk to plants or shine lights on plants around, like, a certain area of the Federal Bureau of Control because they had drooped and they were really sad looking, and it's like, hey, you know, light is a, a theme in, later on in the game and, and destroying darkness, but just, it's like, you know, the hiss has invaded the federal bureau of control and you're telling me that i'm going around like singing and shining light on plants i don't know just some of the side missions seem really stupid and the boss fights like most of the bosses in the main game are just like they take the appearance of you know regular grunt enemies or heavy enemies without the throughout the game so they really don't have their own look and appeal it's not until the dlcs there are each one of those as a boss character that actually feels different and actually feels like a, like a good solid fight so the DLCs do a really good job with the story and, and the boss fights because they actually have bosses that feel like unique bosses, whereas the rest of the game just doesn't really differentiate all that well. So um, overall, I, I really enjoyed Control as far as gameplay, but again, the story is just something I didn't enjoy, and I just stopped paying attention after a while. I'm just like, all right, you know, just tell me where to go, and I'm going to go launch, you know, use telekinesis to launch, like, um boxes and and like one of the cool things you can actually tear up the environment and and throw that like rocks and stuff and stalagmites and stalactites and throw those at enemies so yeah gameplay is just a ton of fun i do want to bring up one thing and i think i want to do this with every game going forward find something that's oddly satisfying you'll you know that we've got like there are things people watch online like videos of like zit popping or like like certain aspects of cooking like stirring really heavy like uh, batter or something like that and like oddly satisfying right you've seen heard like stuff like that yeah so I want to do that for games going forward because there was like a a really like in the the Zelda games like especially Twilight Princess where you go unlock the boss door and the big heavy chains and the lock falls to the ground with a thud that was to me yeah. like a very oddly satisfying aspect of that game but for Control there are these you know in certain stations of the building of the complex 
you have these, uh, there's like power outages, so you have to find power cores and toss them into these terminals to bring back the power, to bring back the light, being able to open doors, solve puzzles, whatever. But with, like, using telekinesis to throw these power cores into the terminals, like, they go in there and it's like these little, like, little, like, robotic arms, like, clasp around the power core and there's, like, a rush of light and, like, a little zolt, like, jolt of electricity and sparks and stuff. And, like, it's almost like you can feel a shake from how hard, like, the, like, the machine is, like, powering up. So, like, that was just a very oddly satisfying thing that I never got, that never got old. Like, throwing the power cores into the terminals and just feeling, like, the the feedback, or not even feeling it, but just, like, imagining the feedback just on the visuals and the sound that was going on during that time. So, that was just one of those weird things that I always enjoyed. Those very small aspects of the game that I really enjoyed. But yeah, that's that's it. I've yeah. Like I said, I, I've got the, the Platinum. I'm only missing one trophy from the DLC, so I've largely put a, bo- a bow on Control. Play it for, play it for the gameplay. Next. Don't play it for the story. What are you going for next? Do you have anything on your horizon? Who knows? Um, not really. I mean, like I said, I, I would check into the, the game that Tricky was talking about. But I, I see, I don't know. See, I, like, I was looking over the, the PlayStation Plus games for March, and I'm not saying they're bad. It's just like most of them I had never heard of before, so I don't even know what to expect. Agreed. So, I mean, Tricky, let's let's talk about the PlayStation Plus games. Why don't, why don't we introduce that? Because... We did have a discussion in on the Trophy Horse Facebook page about this. Hold on. So before you go into that, uh, I have a gripe about the PlayStation Store. Ooh, what's your gripe? So you used to be able to, and I did this. And it was something I kind of enjoyed. Every Tuesday, I'd come home. I'm going to see what's on the store. It's like, you know, because you, you, you never know what new deals were running, what new games come in. So I'd go to the store, I'd go down to games, I'd, you know, new tab, I'd go into new games, new tab, and then I'd click on see all, and I'd look at all the new games that was released that week, you know, just to be like, oh, I forgot about this game. Oh, this game looks interesting. Well, one of the last updates here recently, you can't do that no more. You, it's, it's worse on the PS5, just so you, so you know. You click new games. And it gives you like six games you can look at. That's it. And that annoys the holy hell out of me. Anyway, yeah, it, so well, it's worse on the PS5. Well, they need to fix it, and they need to fix it yesterday. So, what what really annoyed me about this was Homer posted a trailer to me and my buddy on Facebook, and it was a game called Pumpkin Jack. Which I rec- okay. which I recommend everybody go check out the trailer because it looks really good. It dropped Tuesday this, well, so it would be Tuesday from when we're recording. So it dropped the last Tuesday of February, and I'm just like, see, it's things like that that I would have probably clicked on, watched the trailer, and went, hey, that looks interesting, but because I can't because you're only promoting six games. And some of those have been out for a while. It's just, ah, uh, why do you take the wheel and reinvent it into a triangle? See, my my gripe, and I'm going to go along with you. Uh, the place, uh, the trophies on the PS5. They instead of you know on the PS, you know how PS4 they're vertical, on the PS5 they're horizontal. And they don't always list every trophy associated with the game. They just list the trophy that you're closest to getting. So 
I can't even look to see, like, oh, I can knock this one out while I'm knocking this one out. You have to go on to either the your phone to look at the trophies or you have to go on the, on the website to look at the full trophy list. You can't – I mean, you can see it fully on the PS5, but it's horizontal, not vertical. That aggravates the piss out of me. They need to change that. See, I knew there'd be issues with the interface of the 5. They were more focused on socially connecting – which irritates the hell out of you, by the way. Irritates the holy hell out of me because I am a single-player-focused gamer. And when you force me to do something, I don't mean, I don't care because I know that's where gaming's going, and, and I'm okay with that. But you are forcing me to be social. To be social. I don't want to be. I'm a gamer. I'm antisocial. See, I... I see the other thing with the PS5 that surprised me. And I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing, but I think there's only been two system updates since the launch. And normally, when the console launches, you know, they work out all the kinks and whatnot. There's only been two updates, system updates since the launch. That to me is weird. No, well, maybe they maybe they feel they got it right out the gate. I don't know. People need to complain about that. We want vertical trophy lists. And fix the PlayStation Store. All right, well, I do have good news for you. Apparently, the Snyder Cut's going to be four hours long. Are you talking about the DC thing? Yes, Batman. Oh. Or Justice League, sorry, not Batman. I mean, well, Batman is DC, so yeah, Batman. Yeah, Batman. Anyway. All right, let's let's get into our topics. Uh, As is customary, the first uh, show of the new month. We are going to tell you the PlayStation Plus games that have been announced. Uh, Sony has revealed that the PlayStation 4 version of Final Fantasy VII Remake, uh, Maquette, Farpoint VR, and Remnant from the Ashes are PlayStation Plus's games from March 2021. As announced on the PlayStation blog, all four games will be available to the PlayStation Plus subscribers on March 2nd, which is yesterday as of you guys listening to this. Uh, The blog also confirmed that the PlayStation Plus version of Final Fantasy VII Remake will not offer the free upgrade to the PlayStation 5 versions of it. Well, no. If you watched State of Play, it specifically said at the bottom that you needed the disc version to upgrade to the 5. Correct. So, that and this article is coming from IGN and is written by Yield's favorite author. Joe Scribbles. Scrabbles. Scrabbles. I don't care either way. I like it. It's still a made up name. Uh, Alex, your thoughts on the PlayStation Plus game, sir? I mean, I'm happy that people are getting Final Fantasy VII for free, but uh, the rest of them, I don't know anything about them. I was, I was going to actually read some of the, the. I've got the post up here, so I was going to read some of the responses from people because you know I was interested to see like how the community feels about this, and Ashley asked me like, why were you, why are you interested? Like, because a lot of these games, you know, last month is games control Concrete Genie that people have heard about before, or at least, you know, I have heard Concrete Genie before, and I feel like it got enough press to where people would have heard about it. But these other games, like, I, I just haven't heard much of them. So I, I didn't know how people would feel. And, you know, people, when they are not happy with the PlayStation Plus free games, they make their voices heard. So I was just I was just kind of curious how people would take this month. Um Sid says, I was thinking of buying Final Fantasy VII Remake and Remnant, so I'm happy. And then um, I asked Sid what Remnant's about. It's a Souls-like with guns, maybe okay. On a side note, I deleted um, 
Okay, see, uh, he said, it's a Souls-like with guns, maybe, okay. On a side note, I deleted Bloodborne. Fuck those Chalice Dungeons, they are so boring. And we won't get into to me and Yul, or me and Sid side-chatting about that. Uh, Gareth said, I think it's a, mo- a good month overall. For me personally, I'm not a fan of the Final Fantasy series, so I doubt I'll play it. I doubt you could go into the seventh game of a series having not played any of the previous ones. I looked at Remnant a few times when it's been on sale in the past, but never bit the bullet. Fortunately, I don't ha- I need I don't need to now, so I'll give this a go. Don't know much about Maquette at, at all, so I don't have an opinion on that. And I do own a VR, VR so far. So Farpoint is a nice bonus addition. And uh, Tricky responded to the whole Final Fantasy, the clearing up. He said, Gareth, you can play any Final Fantasy in any order. The stories don't go in order unless you talk about Final Fantasy X or Final Fantasy XIII, which do have sequels. Um, and Gareth said, so they're standalone games in effect, to which Tricky said, yes. Um, and then Homer says, I uh, bought Final Fantasy VII Remake. Where's my refund PlayStation? With Matt capping it off saying, pretty amped for Remnant. The rest of it is just bonus stuff. So it seems like Remnant's people are pretty excited to play Remnant. Uh, I'm just responding to comments. People uh, uh, apparently know that I'm salty. No, oh, on Facebook, you guys uh, is this a, is this a beat or not a be, uh, call your shot backlog beat down? Is there alarms going off in the chat? Well, I, so one of my uh, unspoken supporters who's been noticing all the BS uh, asked me if I. You know how I'm responding to it. I said I'm recording the show right now, and you'll hear my full thoughts on episode uh, four sixty. The, the the title to this show has to be something about salt. <laughs> it's well, raining salt thoughts. or something like that. All right. Well, I'll, I'll give you guys another reason to be salty if you were it's, looking forward to it. According to IGN and Adam Bankhurst, E3 2021's live events have been canceled, according to the LA City documents. There's no surprise there. Yeah, I mean, E3, E3's been changing so much over the years that, I don't know, I don't even care if it's around anymore, to be honest. I, I, I much prefer, and I know we've talked about this before on the show, but I much prefer, like, the Nintendo Directs, the State of Plays, the one developer-focused things. Because, I mean, waking up and watching G4 back in the day and seeing all their coverage of E3 and just, like, taking it in over three story days, yeah, that was kind of great, but you miss things, and... Because there was just so much information flying at you. Now, with like a Nintendo Direct, you can sit down, or a state of play, you can sit down and spend an hour or a half an hour and just take in everything you want from one specific platform holder, one developer, one publisher. So, to me, that's the way to do it. I I just, I don't even care if E3 ever comes back. But, of course, you know, we we talked about GDC last week, how they're going all online this year again. It's, It's still, you know, you can't have large gatherings of people, especially at a video game conference where a trade show where so many people are just disgusting. I don't know. I made it out of PAX East fine. That's true, but there yeah. there are this well, is not just people being normally gross. There are, you know, I feel like these are there are well, special circumstances where it's above and beyond where people would be gross. Yeah, to be fair, yield the the year you went to PAX, uh two things. One, no PAX will ever be as packed as an E3. And the packs that you went to was kind of light in terms of the crowd. Well, still. All it takes is one dirty bass person to spread a bunch of germs, though. I I, I made it out alive. Uh, Something else that needs to be made out alive is the internal storage for the PlayStation 5. Coming from IGN and Mr. Jordan Oleman. 
Players will be able to upgrade their PlayStation 5 internal storage following an update in the summer, according to a Bloomberg report. Sources close to the planning process told Bloomberg that a firmware patch will arrive later this year and will let players upgrade the internal storage on the console with compatible M2 solid-state hard drives. The console launched with the upgradable expansion slot, but has been unusable. The patch will finally activate it, allowing owners to improve upon the 667 gigabytes of storage available from the PlayStation 5's internal uh, solid-state hard drive, crucially let them store more place, a few more PlayStation 5 games on the system at one time. A few more. The, the <laughs> console storage can be expanded via external drive connected by the USB, but will only be able to play and store PlayStation 4 games. At present, uh, native PlayStation 5 games have to be played on the console's internal storage, but this reported patch will at least let players have more internal space for the PlayStation 5 games. Bloomberg's report also states that the update will unlock a, quote, higher cooling fan speeds, end quote, to support custom drives and migrate overheating. This reported patch will be important given the balloon size of uh, storage real estate taken up by modern games. Earlier this week, Activision reported that 500 gigs PlayStation 4 owners may need to make room if they wish to have the fully upgraded versions of Black Ops Cold War and Warzone installed. Yeah, apparently if you have a launched PlayStation 4 that you've never upgraded the hard drive, you cannot even install Call of Duty on the system. So I'm I'm Jim, finally at the uh, point... Yield terms is nothing. Well, I'm finally at the point where... I'm having every time I'm downloading a game for the PlayStation 4, I'm having to delete a game to um in order to just download the new game and install the new game. Which I mean, I, I've had a little bit of that before, but I had a list of games on my console that, you know, I didn't want to get rid of, and now it's like, well, if I want to download Concrete Genie and Control, I guess two things are gonna have to go, which is, is really annoying. So I mean it, it's good that people will finally be able to expand their external hard hard drive in the PlayStation 5, because here on the four, like just having to I don't know, constantly swap games here and there, even though I, yes, I can re-download it at any point in time. It's, it's kind of annoying. So, but also I, tricky. I, I've come to, cause I, I've had to do that as well, but I've been, I've deleted games that like I've platinum them and probably won't be going back to, or more than likely won't be going back to play. Cause there's no other DLC for it. Those games I've kind of deleted off. Still got my save file, but I don't feel necessarily as bad about deleting those ga- game or the game data off my system. All right. Well, why this is good news, I just have one question. Why the fuck wasn't this available at launch? Got to meet launch window. You're going to have to ask Sony because now we have the capabilities no, 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 of adding no, no. this stuff you in later on slot, down the line, Tricky. You have the slot on the system already. Why was it ever blocked? Got to meet launch window. You have to program it to block it. That's what I'm saying. So they, you got to meet launch so, window. Maybe maybe they knew they were going to do it, but didn't wait. It wasn't ready yet. Or it's may, on the console. Or, I, no, no. What, okay, I'm saying that, but I'm also saying you know how we talked about them selling their own specific hard drives. I got that. So maybe they maybe that all those details weren't ready yet. So we gotta launch the console because we gotta hit our window. So we'll just block it for now. We'll put a patch in to unlock it when we're ready to roll out our hard drives, so you can buy them. Now, okay. Now, to be clear, just the, speculating. You'll just speculating. Speculating. 
They, they, nothing's been reported. Yeah. But yes, it's highly rumored. That's what it's been. But all right. But understand my question. That's like me selling you a car yield and and blocking off half your gas tank. Well, that's something you can't add later on. There, the gas tank's already there, but now I'm going to send a patch to your car that's going to allow you to use the other half of your. Well, see, gas that's tank. the thing hey. is now with these internet connected consoles, and yes, we've had internet connected consoles since the PS2 and the the Dreamcast. But these days, I mean, they can just patch stuff in. And they can constantly improve and iterate on software. And this is something they could hold back and they could eventually patch in, though. Or al- allow us to have access to. I, I just don't understand why blocking it in the first place. Uh, All right, Tricky, before uh, we move on, I, I want to twerp you, sir. Yes, sir. Oh, you want to twerp me? What, twerp? What I'm going to throw salt your way. Whoa. Because, look, man. Look. Yeah, yes, sir. Yeah. I'll, if I'll you are sorry. reading a story... And that story refers to a previous original article, say from Bloomberg. Yes. You go to the Bloomberg article. You don't read it from IGN. You don't read it secondhand. Uh, Fair enough. But I literally did start off this show by saying I did not read any articles ahead of time. I literally just put them in the agenda based on the title. So you you want to give me crap for not watching the state of play, but yet you come to the show not having read the articles. Well... I spent the day spending time with which my is, Which is fine. No, I get uh, that. that. I'm not giving you shit for that. You shouldn't do that. Oh, okay, so that's why I didn't read the articles. All right. All right. Let's get, let, let's get back into play. But we have to play an ad. So, Yield. Yo! You have a choice. One, two, three, four, or five. Uh, three. If you're looking for additional ways to support us, you can always stop by our Patreon page at www.patreon.com backslash ProvingGamer. No matter what tier you decide to support us at, know that it helps pay the bills and is greatly appreciated. And it's the only way to get the newest podcast, Tricky Thoughts, where Tricky sits down and discusses current events, social issues, and much more. You know, just for the record, those were all supposed to be updated a long time ago. They were. But I've been working. I'm, I'm working so much. Uh, okay. Just just do uh, the ones so, that Steven recorded. They sound much better. <laughs> All right. So let's go into our topic of the week. <coughs> Excuse me. Our topic of the week is consistent of the Sony State of Play that Alex uh, did not watch. He just watched the highlights. From I watched so, some of the trailers. I watched the trailers and stuff I, I want to see. Can I start you, out by saying? Hold on. Hold on. You, you sound far away from your microphone. Let me start out by saying. How's that? Better? Uh, a little bit better, yes. Okay. So, me, Matricky, Homer, and myself were, were live texting while we were watching it. When it was over, I said how disappointed I was in it. Because I distinctively remember seeing a tweet or something about how it was going to be longer than normal. And it was going to be new game focused. Tricky, am I wrong? It okay. It, it did say it was going to be about a half an hour. Did it? Okay, I I was and expecting it, forty-five and, minutes. And it did say that they were going to uh, do deep dives on ten games. Oh, well, okay. I, well, I would I'm assume totally that in this case they game. could argue that new games are games that haven't come out, and you know you've got the Crash Bandicoot Four that they're you know bringing to the five, but. Well, all they, these other games are new they games. Insinuated it was going to be new announcements, not yeah, new games. Yeah, that's how I took it. I took it as stuff they, we didn't even wait, know. Wait, did they about. say new games or new right. announcements? 
they 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 just said ten games on or ten deep deep dives on ten games, and they also said there was going to be a new announcement, which technically there was. There was two. But anyway, so well, okay, well, here. I, I, I had said how disappointed I was after we got done watching it in the in the chat. And the longer I sat there and thought about it, as Alex and I was starting to go into our Rocket League, I was like, you know what? I'm wrong. That was actually a pretty good state of play. I just felt I was not really sold. I was previewed something else, and that wasn't what I got. So that was why my initial reaction was, is it because we're setting our expectations are in the wrong place? It, it, no, I, I, I it think Sony be. set us up this time. I that that's what I felt. I mean, but like I said, I could be wrong. I mean, that's just how I feel. At least Sony didn't do as dirty like Nintendo did for their direct. Well, that's true, but still, but I still Sony does dirty like Nintendo does. Like, like, like I said, I felt cheated, and I felt that it sucked. But in reality, it was actually a pretty good state of play. So I think that looking at some of the major announcements and watching some of the trailers, like this is the kind of show that I think this did well for Sony. And it was actually, I think that this is what they needed. They What they're trying to do is they're giving us a, a focus on like what's down the road for the PlayStation. Now, they've already shown us that God of War is coming. They clearly don't have anything to show for that yet. And we've already seen quite a bit about Horizon. This focusing on Returnal, which is coming out in April. Focusing more on Deathloop, um, uh, Kena Bridge of Spirits, you know, and then a few new announcements. Like, they, they were showing it? us, like, they did show us quite a bit about every single game. Like, the trailers were all pretty long. It wasn't like a, a one-minute teaser, so they actually showed us more of each of these games. So I think they did a good job of focusing on games that are coming out in the near term. We know Ratchet and Clank is coming out. They've already shown us that. So, I mean... Which I was surprised we didn't see more about it, to be honest with you. All right, you know what? Let let let's pin right there. Well, hold on, let me just say one thing. I think that with these with these conferences or with these these state of plays or these directs, I think that in many ways our expectations are set in in the wrong place or set too high because you know it's like oh every every single one's going to have like some new big game announcement like oh it's going to be like some big new God of War War. But sometimes all the company really needs to do is just show us more of games they've already announced. Like they've only got so many development studios, they can only focus on so many games at a time. So I feel like in some cases, right. not not with Nintendo Direct, Nintendo just fucked that up. But in some cases, like and and like I told, I said earlier, like Yield told me they wasn't that great. I looked over some announcements, like ah, well, I'm not too excited about this. I'm not going to go back and watch this thing. I think my expectations were a little bit like set in the wrong place or like just set too high because I should have just been like, oh, we're learning more about Maternal or Deathloop. That's great. Instead of saying, oh, well, they're they've got to be announcing some big new Jack and Daxter or whatever. Like my my expectations were not in the right place. Well, when when they say they're gonna do deep dives, I mean, based on their information, just in that message, it's thirty minutes long. They're going, they're gonna cover ten games, and they're doing deep dives, which means on average, the deepest dive you can make on each game is three minutes, to fit everybody in. That's not a deep dive to me. A deep dive is ten. Yeah, but how much of a game do you want to see? It, but that's not. It's not what I want to see. It's. PlayStation set us up by saying we're doing deep dives into games, and essentially all we got. Do you was want trailers. two hours? That's not. Do you a want a two-hour show? If if you're gonna give me deep dives on games, yes, but that's what the expectation. No, just, is. just give me a reasonable idea of what I can expect. Show me some gameplay. Tell me about the story. But I want to experience most of the game when I put it in my PlayStation and play it. I don't want to sit here and look at 20, 30 minutes of a video game. And be like, hey, 
here's this large section of a game that you gonna play like i don't want that and and granted i'm not the only one they're trying to speak to here so that's just my personal preference you're yeah, i mean you are yes allowed to be th- disappointed like that if you're disappointed that's completely valid but I, i'm just saying like i i for me i don't want to see 10 to 15 minutes per game i want to see a decent sized trailer with some gameplay and then a good idea of what the game is going to be like and then go on to the next one i'm sorry maybe my attention just isn't held I- that, that well no, no, I, I get you, and I and I don't disagree with you on that. But what I'm saying is if you tell us you're going to do deep dives in games, then give us deep dives in games. Don't give us a three-minute trailer that doesn't really go what I, what I would define as so a So instead dive. of maybe doing one giant state of play, maybe every week do a deep dive on a certain game like Returnal, like Deathloop, do right. like on on say every set, Thursday set our expectations every right. Thursday on yeah, the PlayStation really, blog. Really, they were. Ex- Go ahead. I was gonna say every Thursday on the PlayStation blog, leading up to the release of these games, have ten to fifteen minutes with the developers, videos and stuff, and just put it on the PlayStation blog, share it to YouTube wherever, and just let people watch it there, and just focus on one game at a time. And and, and I don't disagree with that, but my only point is that I think Sony set us up for this by saying they're doing deep dives in games. And they're covering 10 games in 30 minutes, which means, average, you can only go three minutes into each game, which is not a deep dive to me. Okay. Sorry. It's an extended Sony trailer. Set the expectations wrong. No. Setting the expectations wrong is when you have a Nintendo Direct four days before the fucking 35th anniversary of Zelda, and you focus <laughs> on more non-Zelda than Zelda. Alice has referenced the Nintendo Direct at least three or four times already. I was waiting to see what he was doing. It was terrible. <laughs> right, I, he, he, he's not back. wrong. I, I'm not. I, he's absolutely right. But let's get back to the state of play. I'm going to go in reverse order. This article is coming from IGN, and Adam Bankers is basically just covering all the games. What I'm going to do is I'm just going to mention the game, and you give me your opinions on it. Okay. Uh, Deathloop gave us a new trailer with a new look at the stylish game from Arcade Studios. It is coming out to the PS5 and PC on May 21st. You guys want to talk about Deathloop? Uh, Alex will. I, all I got to say is I I want. To like this game, and there's so do I. and there's something that's telling me it's screaming at me, no, and I don't know why. Every time I see it, the 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 trailer that they ran with the James Bondis esque song in the background playing Death Loop, I'm like, oh, this is like so cool, and still the back of my mind, just like Destruction Derby All Stars, it's screaming no. I mean, okay. By the way, know. I meant to play that game just to give you an update yield. So- Destruction all sides, by the way. So, with Deathloop, I feel like there's a mechanic there that's going to be a lot of fun, like gameplay that's going to be really fun. I just don't think we're going to actually be fully enveloped into it or fully understand it and see how great the game could be until we actually get it in our hands. Because via the trailers, sure, the gameplay looks fun, but it also, like, you, you're sitting there watching the trailer, and, and I had this issue when I was trying to, you know, watch the trailer from the state of play. And it, it almost falls into a category of, well, this looks fun, but it also looks like, you know, big, dumb action game. So it's hard to kind of dif- differentiate it between that and everything else that comes out in that that style of game. Like, just has guns and, and first-person um, first person view. So I think that game will differ- differentiate itself when it comes out. But just in, like, vertical slices, it's kind of hard to separate it from everything else, from every other action game that's in, had guns in it. All right. Uh, I really want to like Death Loop, but being that's first person, it kind of takes me out of it. All right, the next game, uh, first gameplay of Five Nights at Freddy's Security Breach has been revealed. 
never played a Five Nights at Freddy's game. I'm not saying they suck. I've just I've never. Played I played them. the first one and played it once, couldn't beat it, and and just like I, I stepped away from it. Like it's it's nerve wracking. Like I mean, a lot of people sure like all the toys and stuff is marketed towards children and a lot of the merchandise, but it's a very tense game. And I just didn't like it. I didn't want to play it. So I, I tried to, I couldn't make it through the first night or something, or maybe it was the second night or maybe it got to the third night. I can't remember. But anyway, I couldn't, I couldn't beat the first game, tried to play it, couldn't do it. It was just a little bit new, too nerve wracking for me. So it's one of those games that, you know, I can play all these different horror games and watch different horror movies. For some reason, I've just never been able to go back to Five Nights at Freddy's. All right. Uh, I have no interest in playing Five Nights at Freddy's at all. All right, so the next game, which uh, both me and Homer, uh, via text message while we were watching. Hold on a second. Sweet Mama D has run in like a barrel of monkeys. Was he not playing on Five Nights at Freddy's. Okay, that, no, you should play it. Okay, see, get out now. See, my niece plays that and absolutely <laughs> loves it, and she's your daughter's age. I'm like, whatever. <laughs> you like it? That's your thing? Awesome. It, it, she, it, it's uh, got to be a generation uh, thing. Apparently, I, I, I upset her. <laughs> All right. So the next game, which uh, me and Homer via text chat while we were watching it live, called Journey on Journey Light, uh, Solar Ash is coming to the PS4 and P- PlayStation 5 later this year. See, that game looks enjoyable. But yeah, you guys are right. It, it looks Journey-esque. But it just, it looks like, I don't know why. For some reason, it looks fun. I mean, it's definitely got more color to it than Journey did. I mean, Journey was a colorful game, but not like this. Like, this game pops off the screen a lot better. And, you know, it looks fast-paced, and it looks like a lot of fun. So, I did not play Hyperlight Drifter, which um, the studio Heart Machine also did. But, you know, there was a lot of praise out there for Hyperlight Drifter. But this game, Solar Ash, looks great. Like, it looks like a lot of fun. It looks, um, you know, fast-paced. It looks just beautiful. The gore, Like, the kind of game that I could just fall into from the start, just with the visual style. And that's one of the things that I think Sony did really well, is show off a lot of games with a wide variety of art styles that could appeal to many different people. Like, Five Nights at Freddy's might not appeal to, to any of us, but obviously Sweet Mama D came in and talked about how she played it. You know, Trick Yield talked about his niece. So I think that Sony did a good job of hitting a lot of different notes within this state of play. And then that's why I said I, I retracted my initial text to those guys saying, you know what, I'm wrong. It was actually pretty good. All right. The new game announcement that we got, uh, Resolver developer Slow Clap has revealed Sifu for the PlayStation 4 and PlayStation My first 5. thought when I saw this game's trailer was that somebody turned Virtual Fighter into an action-adventure game. My first thought was, uh, uh, well, I actually two, I had two thoughts. I was like, they made a kung fu version of Daredevil, uh, Marvel Netflix show, in the hallway scene. And the other one is that they took the original kung fu from the NES and updated it. So all I got to say is, is I I like the kung fu style and I like the art style. And I'm like, you know what? Sometimes on trailers like that, I'm I'm like, I'm kind of cautiously optimistic. Oh, that looks kind of cool. I need to see more of it. That almost was almost like, here's my money. Give me, well, give me that game because I don't know why it just it it was like that looks cool. Uh, what the article here says is that Sifu is an action game that promises you a, a unique take on the kung fu genre that will literally turn the student into the master. As quote, each time the player character dies, they are revived slightly older and more skilled. And so, is well, this a story mechanic that, or is I this like trailer roguelike? 
I'm sorry. Uh, I was going to say, is this like a story mechanic or is this like a roguelike style of gameplay? I I literally only know the trailer and that line right there. That's all all the research I've done on this game. I mean, I guess like it's almost like. I don't I don't want to say the game makes it easier on you each time you die. Like, you know, sometimes you'll die a bunch in a video games and like after a succession of deaths, they'll be like, hey, do you want to switch the difficulty, you know, turn it down a little bit, you know, because you're a crybaby shitty gamer. And I'm like, hey, I'm insulted. What the fuck? No, I wanna, I'm want i going to beat it on this level. Don't you tell me to turn down the difficulty. I could do this. I'm qualified. But this game, like, it almost feels like your progression, like almost RPG-style progression, like where you become stronger and better able to, you know, in most other games, you would, like, have to advance an area or, like, defeat a number of enemies or just advance through the game. But it's a really weird mechanic that you die and you get stronger and better. It's almost like you're having some RPG like progression, some player progression through death, which is a cool concept. All right, so, but, and the game looks really cool. Like I'm like yield. I feel I I I could echo yield sentiments on this game. Um, you know, I'm I'm almost like glad that they showed something like this as opposed to something like oh here's an old PlayStation franchise that we're just you know reviving for this. I mean, I would also like that, but like Sifu does look like a really cool game, and you know it's a new game, and yeah, we could use more of those. Uh, another game that was previously announced, but I made the the uh, I made the call in. Well, I made the suggestion in the text chat uh, as we were watching. Uh, multiplayer dodgeball game Knockout City gets a new look and a beta. Knockout City was recently announced as the latest Nintendo Direct, and it got a new look at the state of play. Knockout City will be released for the PlayStation Four on May twenty first for twenty dollars, and will have backwards compatibility and enhancements for PlayStation Five gamers. This looks really fucking cool and a good party game for that we could do on a. And we don't day. really have enough party Yield. games these days. But th- this one looks cool. Yield, you were you were saying maybe we could make this into a a, a, a community night with this. Maybe I don't know those type Knock of games. Fridays. Th- those type of games always annoy the holy heck out of me because I'm either I either suck or I'm okay, and normally I suck and. <laughs> When well, I, at least, you, at when, least you're being honest. Yeah, and, and when I can't at least be competitive, it it just it annoys the holy hell out of me. I'm sorry. No, it, it, it does. So it's it, not it, just it's Rocket really, League. Well, it's it's really bad when I can't be competitive. <laughs> you know, and so yeah. I I might I see you you signed up for the beta. You could do that as well. I might sign up for the beta just to give it a try because sometimes you can play the beta and be like, "Oh, the trailer didn't do the game justice." Well, the other thing, so it, okay, if it if it was a straight dodgeball game and it didn't have all these fancy, you know, oh, you can become the ball and wipe everybody out in one shot, lob shots, curve shots. If it didn't have all that, I'd probably be like, "Oh, okay, straight up kind of skill, mono e mono." Wouldn't that get kind of boring though? Yield. Like dodgeball is a yeah, like an actual that, game that is fun, but playing a video game version of that doesn't sound that fun. I don't know. I just all those extras that they're throwing in just I I don't know. It it, it screams caution. We should also note now, that it, it, in the trailer, the the headline for the trailer is that it says crossplay beta. So this is another one of those games that you'll be able to play with friends. You know, on the Switch, we'll be able to play with friends on the PS4. So that's nice because I mean. Like what happens happened with Rocket League and a lot of other games, Fortnite, having crossplay across many different platforms increases the number of people, the giant, the pool that everyone can play in, and that helps 
elongate the lives of these online games so that, you know, say you're you're playing on the place you know, in the old days, the old days, you'd play on the play, a game on the PlayStation 4 and once the online community on the PlayStation side dried up, well, you were screwed. But now with other people being pulled from other consoles, like it, it can just make games last a lot longer, you know, especially if you really enjoy a game and you want to keep playing it. If, you know, the PlayStation community dies down a little bit, you've got other places, other people to play with, which is nice. So crossplay is going to be part of this game, which I think is a nice touch. And, and it's also worth noting that when we were watching it, uh, Homer pointed out the fact that there was a, a, a shrinking uh, playfield. Uh, I did some research and found out that when you go 1v1, the, the battlefield is shrinking, a la Battle Royale style, even though it's not a Battle Royale. And it's just to push the action. But in the three versus three modes, the, the battleground does not shrink. So like the Eye of the Storm mechanic they have in Fortnite. Yeah. Right. All right. So the next game is one of Alice's favorite games. It is coming to the PlayStation 5. And, of course, I'm talking about Crash Bandicoot 4. It's about time. It's being released on the PlayStation 5 on March 12th. It will feature faster loading times, save transfer, transfers, 3D audio support, adaptive triggers, and dual sets features, and the game will run at 4K 60 frames per If you second. haven't, if you've waited to play this game, jump on it for the 5, because killing off some of those load times that they had in the, in the PlayStation 4 version is is great. It's it's Those load times were so fucking bad. All right, the next game, which I there is a bit of news that if you did not watch, if you did watch the state of play, uh, got confirmed uh, that Oddworld Soulstorm makes its way to the PlayStation 5 and the PlayStation 4 on April 6th. And if you are somewhat interested in the game, do not pre-order it because you're going to get it for free with PlayStation Plus. Oh, really? Yes. So this this uh, I, obviously this is something that they're going to announce ahead of time now after what happened with Manny during January where they're going to potentially announce PlayStation like if they're going to do a new release game I guess or if there's a sale coming up or something I guess they're going to people give people a heads up and say hey so we don't have to give you a refund here's it, it I mean it signals better planning for for Sony but the fact that they're mindful of that seemingly is is a good thing. Uh, in an article coming from IGN written by Seth Macy, uh, it's a quick article, so I'm just going to read it real quick. It says, the newest entry in the vast Oddworld franchise, Oddworld Soulstorm, is coming to the PlayStation 5 April 6th. Additionally, PlayStation 5 owners with an active PlayStation Plus subscription can play it for free. That's the article. Sorry, I was taking a drink. That's pretty cool. Because, uh, like I said, I was playing through Munch's Odyssey on the 3. And they're they're kind of a weird game, but you know, platformer. And, I, I and, just, and the trailers that I've seen look interesting. I just want to know when they're going to get sued from, for uh, stealing the enemies from the Fifth Element. I this is this is one of those series, Oddworld, where I it, it launched on the PlayStation, the original PlayStation. I but I do not know. Yeah, we just ignore that tricky. I do not know yeah, <laughs> why. I, I don't understand how this franchise has survived this long. Because, I don't know, like maybe it's more popular than I think it is, but it just never seemed like, it seemed like a really odd franchise. And yeah, it has its fans, but <laughs> I've never oh, seen this as odd. more than a cult classic. Odd world. Am I just, do, am I wrong about right. that? Is this game widely popular and I just don't know? I've, I, I've honestly, I don't know either. To... Like I said, the, the the first one I played was Munch's Odyssey, and that was because we got it free for Plus back on the three. 
I just I've never once found Oddworld like a a satisfying game at all. Yeah, you found it. All right, so we found it odd. Yes, odd. Uh, the next game, second to last game that we're going to be talking about is Returnal. Uh, we had a, a, a deep dive into House Mark's upcoming PlayStation Five game. Uh, it was recently delayed until April thirtieth, and uh, if you want to go watch it, there is a three minute trailer. Uh, looks pretty cool to me. Uh, I just lied to you and said that was the second to last game. It's not. The next game on the that was talked about was Kenya Bridge of Spirits, and it will be released on the PlayStation Four and PlayStation Five on August twenty. Kenya Bridge of Spirits. I'm really, I'm really looking forward to this game. And this was one of I I don't know if you guys watched the internet too closely, but this was actually rumored to be coming out in March. And this is one of the games we're going to get free for Plus. Obviously, that didn't happen. But do you think it's possible that we will also get this for free come August? I anything's possible. I I was telling uh, my wife that I don't think that we would get that game for free because they've been kind of pumping it up in in sense, and it would just kind of seem it's it's a new IP, and I would just seem like it would be you would you're doing the developer and in, not injustice. You're selling them short giving it away free unless you're giving them a lot of money to give it away for free. I just, I don't think we will. Maybe. Cause I think it'll sell. Sony has been since the, the release of the PlayStation five, they've given out or promised to give out quite a few new games via PlayStation plus. Now granted they've done that in the past. We've gotten free games, you know, day and date on PlayStation plus as they released. But with the five, they seem to be ramping that up a little bit, or at least testing the waters to see how it does, because maybe they're trying to look to compete with Games Pass a little more to try to take that edge away from Microsoft. Because everyone looks at Games Pass and well, be like, man, the- that's a fucking awesome deal. And Well, this is the third uh, PlayStation 5 game they gave away for free, isn't it? If I'm counting correctly? Well, I mean, there was, man- there was Maneater. But that wasn't a new game, though. That well, was Yeah, that wasn't a new game. Okay. Uh, I, they, well, okay, we got Oddworld. We got Destruction All Stars, and we had Bug Snacks. Bug Snacks, and then also obviously Astro's Playground was not a PlayStation Plus game, but it did come free with the console. Correct, but okay. So now three PlayStation Plus games, but basically four PlayStation Five games that were released day and date that were free to us. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 I think I'm forgetting one actually. Possibly, but I mean. We didn't get we didn't get one of those last month because we got Control and Concrete Genie. We're not getting one next month, as far as free games go. Well, or, actually, sorry, as new releases well, as free games. But well, I mean, technically, you could say uh, Control because it was the Ultimate Edition, which came out uh, that was not previously announced or previously previously. Yeah, but released. I feel like even though Control was out, this I feel I feel like the number of people version. that are going to play that on the five is going to pale in comparison to the number of people who played on the 4. Because, I mean, obviously that game came out in previous years, and I think that the people who have wanted to play it, I mean, yeah, people are going to buy the 5 version too, but I don't think it's going to outweigh the number of people who have already played it. All right. Because, I mean, then you could just say Maneater, because Maneater would count, because was that new released on the on the 5 when it was free for PlayStation Plus, even though it had been on the 4? No. No, I, I... Actually, you know what? I don't know. Well... Man Eater had been out for a on bit. On the five, 
And then yeah, they, the, what was the PlayStation Five version? out is what he's saying. Oh, okay. I know because Maneater had. I think Maneater was already out before the Five came out. Well, yeah, it was it was out on the four. But uh, real quick, tricky while you looked at yeah. looked that up. When I look at Kenna Bridge of Spirits, and this is one of those games during when it was re- uh, initially revealed at a Sony. I think it was a Sony State of Play. Like it caught my eye. Yes. Because when I look at this game, it makes me say, "This is what Beyond Good and Evil would look like if it was made by Pixar." Visually, it's a stunning game. It's incredibly impressive. It looks like it's you know going to be a mix of action and platforming. Uh, you know, you've got the cute little uh, animal friends, or I, I don't know if they're animals or not, but you've got you know the the cutesy aesthetic aspect to it. But there's also some action to it. There's probably going to be some platforming, some collecting. So that's the kind of game I want to jump into. Puzzle solving. So I mean, like as far as like not only visually, but from a gameplay standpoint, like this is a game I'm very excited about. And the fact that it looks so polished visually is just. Just the cherry, the cherry on top. It is the entire slab. The When I was a kid, I would just eat Duncan Hines icing out of one of those tubs with a spoon. This is that spoonful or that entire tub full of icing just on top of the delicious, already delicious cake. Now, I would say to make sure you ha- get to eat your cake too, you probably want to pick it up on the 5 because all the, everything we were seeing was all off the 5. Well, it's, I mean, it's going to be released on August 24th, so I would hope I'm planning to have a 5 before then, hopefully. Oh, you heard it here first. Well, folks. I gotta play Ratchet and Clank. I'm not saying I'm gonna get. I, I'm not saying I have to have it by the time Ratchet and Clank comes out. But you know, six months down the road, I would hope that I have it. Ratchet and Clank comes out. <laughs> All right, so I looked at. I just looked it up. The PlayStation Five games we've gotten with uh, Plus so far, uh, and you're gonna have to give me a second. I have to go back to the other list. Is Bug Snacks, which day and date was PlayStation Five, Worms Rumble, which uh, was also on the PS4. And let's see. Hold on. I'm going back to the other list because uh, it wouldn't open the tab. And so far in 2021, uh, we've gotten Maneater, which I think was previously on the before, may have just been upgraded to the PlayStation 5. Destruction All-Stars, which we were told was delayed and we'd get for free. So that's two games. That was day and date. And now we're getting uh, Oddworld in April, which is three. And then your PlayStation 5 games uh, for next month, as we already talked, is Maquette. And then we have which the... Is, uh, which, which is, I think, uh, they said... No, it's already been out. They said release date. No, I think the release date's March 1st. And Final Fantasy VII Remake, which is PlayStation 4, but we're going to get the PlayStation 5 version for free. Uh, if you already own the game, and or if you already own the game, you're going to get a PlayStation 5 version for free. This but if version. You're getting, but if you're getting the plus version, it will not upgrade. So those are your games. All right. And the last game we have to talk about here is the Final Fantasy VII Remake. As we have announced, it's coming up to the PlayStation 5. It's now going to be called the Final Fantasy VII Remake Integrade. Well, no, this is Chapter 2 in essence. Oh, that's just- is this chapter two? Yes, this is chapter two. Well, yeah, because instead, instead and, and, of and, 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 in essence, since they broke the game up into several integrations, this is basically the next integration of Final Fantasy VII. That's why they said at the end, if you own the disc version of the other one, it'll upgrade for free. This is the next. This is the next section of it because, as I was talking with Homer, you're in Midgar, which when you beat Final Fantasy VII Remake, you're just I think he said just getting to Midgar. You're actually already in so, Midgar. So, correct me if I'm wrong on this, but 
here's my understanding of the Final Fantasy VII remake. Rather than remake all of Final Fantasy VII and then release it at once, they chopped it up in bits and maybe expanded on some it's of the stuff parts. in each section and released so they they could get them out at, at a more um, rapid pace. Okay. Correct. That's how I took right. it. They broke it up into three pieces. But yield, I have to ask, and and I'm not saying what you're saying is wrong, okay? But the okay, the Final Fantasy VII remake Integrate. It's going to arrive on the PlayStation Five on June 10th, 2021. I say, and it says not only will the PlayStation Five version be a free upgrade to those who already own the PlayStation Four version, there will be new story episode players can purchase that will fe- feature Yuffie. Well, so, may, may, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it's just maybe it's just the first version upgraded with an addition of a character. But I took the trailer as it was the next section of the game. And I think that's yeah. how I think that's how Homer took it too. Okay, that may be a hundred percent true. The way I took it was that this was just like a a DLC for Final Fantasy VII remake. Because I, I, I would assume that they, when they do the second chapter, they're going to call Final Fantasy VII remake Part Two or whatever, or however they announce it. Well, that's they would make it clear that this is the second part of the three parts. I don't know. I don't know. I, I I never played the first one, so you're you're talking you're talking to the wrong guy. I'm just speculating. Time to check my social media, yeah. And to the people that don't like that, suck it up, Buttercup. All right, so uh, I have to give a shout out to Homer, who uh, saved our asses this week because we did. Uh, none of us posted. Hey, we're getting ready to record. So, uh, we'll get into the questions. I'm trying to bring it up right now. All right. So, uh, Homer posted, whatever happened to the trophy horse question thread on recording tonight? I said, you just made it, sir. So, uh, we have three questions from Homer and one question from a smart ass. Uh, Homer's first question is, what are the unacceptable pizza toppings for the trophy horse crew? Pineapple. <laughs> I mean... I, I, I don't really like I first of all if somebody wants to put on a pizza, I don't really care. I don't really like sweet stuff though. I don't want fruit on my pizza. So I mean any that's no go. I don't really like super salty anchovies. And I I realize that kind of stuff is like the what pe- most people say like about pizza toppings is like, oh, pineapple and, you know, anchovies, no fucking way. But I mean for the most part I'm pretty cool with everything on pizza. I like, you know, mushrooms, olives, onions, ham, hamburger, like most things are cool for me on pizza, but I just don't like sweet stuff on pizza. I don't like Alfredo sauce or buffalo like buffalo sauce. I don't like barbecue sauce. I just want marinara sauce. I want my red sauce on there and nothing else. All right. Uh, pineapples. All right. So Homer's next question. What are the games you played? Hold on. Levi just sent me a message. popped up. Uh... Homer says, what games have you played that you know are bad, but still love to play anyway? Uh, so, NBA Jam. And I haven't played a lot of NBA Jam lately. Back in the day, like, NBA Jam is not a good game. It can be fun, though. But, yeah, so I played that those games way too much, considering how they're not actually good games. And then, more recently, the new iterations of Mario Party. Because they're they're fun, but they're not good games. Too based on luck and randomness. So, yield. I off the top of my head, I really can't think of any bad. I mean, I know I've played bad games that I enjoy, but off the top of my head, I can't think of any. 
Uh, I'm just gonna say the bad game that I that I've played uh, that I know is bad uh, is Simula- Undertale. Goat Simulator. No, Undertale. Wait, Undertale's a much beloved that was game. A joke. No, no, no. Oh yeah, because because Sweet Mama D loves that game, was, right? Yeah, I was just trying to trick her, Sweet Mama D, but she because she just walked by, but apparently she didn't hear me. All right, so we're gonna come back to that. Oh wait, 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 wait. Oh, she still didn't hear me. She wants to have headphones in. She's okay. she's found All the right. best possible Homer's way to third. ignore you. <laughs> yes, the Homer's third question are: What games have been critically acclaimed that you just couldn't get into for some reason? God of War. Really? Never played a game. Never cared to. I, I listen. I I would say if you don't play the 2018 version, you're doing yourself a disservice. And then I would, for the longest time, uh, Assassin's Creed. Although I have picked up some of the copies, and I'm going to start getting into them. But yeah. All right. Just don't let the first Assassin's Creed burn you out because they actually the first one. It wasn't a bad game, but it just it it doesn't have the staying power. But the changes they made from two on, definitely. I mean, the original Assassin's Creed was not a great game. It was very mediocre. Well, the the original Assassin's Creed got a lot of uh, crap for it because it was very, very, very repetitive. Yes. They 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 changed that up in. The I mean, one. yes, they did. They did improve the series, which is what you want to see. They took what they learned from the first game and they made the second game better. I will say though, some of the set pieces in the original Assassin's Creed and also some of like the boss fights or I guess the assassination encounters were are still some of the best in any Assassin's Creed game. So they did those really well. It's just the gameplay to get to every assassination was kind of crappy. All right, uh, Alex, what game has been a critical claim that you just couldn't get into? Tricky, you know me. You know games I've tried to play. You got a guess? Uh, I I was waiting for you to say my uh, one of my most beloved. You and Donnie, you and the birthday boy, uh, Metal Gear Solid. I just can't get into those games. And uh, with me, it's uh, it, it's a couple games only because of the first person, like uh, games like Borderlands, Call of Duty, uh, stuff like that. I couldn't get, I can't get into because I just can't play first person shooters. Um, so those are the games that are critical came. Okay, and now the smartest comment, which uh might require a little of uh backstory if you guys don't know this already. Uh, one of my personal friends says, "What is your favorite color?" Fuchsia. In uh, in recent years, purple's really made a run to the top spot, but I got still got to go with blue. I love blue. All right, my answer. It requires a two-part answer. My favorite color is blue, but in reality, my favorite color is gray because it's the only color I can see. Why, Tricky? Why can you only see gray? Well, I already know why you can only see gray. Okay. For anybody who doesn't know, I'm legally colorblind, so technically the only colors I see are is gray. But I know colors because growing up, I didn't know that I was colorblind. So my eyes adapted to to determine that certain shades of gray were colors. And those are the colors I see. But technically, the only color I see is gray. So that happens to be my, that has to be my favorite color. But my favorite shade of gray is blue. Okay. All right. I feel, I, I, I feel like I should laugh at that, but I also don't want to laugh at that because it's just, it's not, oh, it's awful. It's, it, it, it is awful. <laughs> uh, but. Yeah, 
but it's an inside joke because uh, me and this person were having a conversation recently, and uh, we were playing twenty, uh, asked each other a question back and forth, and she she turns to me and goes, "What's your favorite color?" And I went, I just looked at it. She goes, "Oh shit, I forgot your color blonde." Ah, <sighs> so she decided to be a little smart ass on the thread. All right. So with that being said, we have one more ad to run before we close out the show. Alex, I'm going to give you a choice this time. One, two, four, or uh, five. Steven. Uh, I don't know which Three. one. Three. So. <laughs> to... No, it's one, Three. two, four, or five. Oh, sorry. We already uh, did three. Steven. See? All right. This portion of the show is hey, brought to you by you Amazon. If you could and would, please stop by Proven Gamer first and click on any Amazon link and continue with your normal shopping. It doesn't cost you anything extra and helps out the site tremendously. I just picked a random one. Happened to Which number was that? All right. Well, it's going to change next week, but it was one this time. So wait, why are they going to change? Because I changed it. So you don't know what sound is what? That's That seems nope. unfortunate. Well, no, no, no. I know which buttons is the intro. I know which buttons is the outro. I know which ones the social media. But the other five, I don't know which ones are which. I randomize them. But why? Just to make it different. But could you show? just randomize it by choice? Maybe even if they were still like, be like, hey, this ran in this spot last week. Let's just press this button this week. You you do know we're an hour and forty minutes into the show, and granted we have to take some time out of the show. But you're, you're sitting there arguing me about what button I'm going to press. Curious. <laughs> Let's close out the show with some uh, shout outs. Yield, you start first, sir. Uh, as always, shout out to the pimps and the mouths of the whoredom. Thank you for downloading, listening, interacting with us, watching us stream. Uh. Speaking of which, I think I have to I'll have to work out the logistics, but uh, the Brain76 and myself are thinking about playing through the We Were Here series. So, might be streaming that. Uh, shout out to Alex for Rocket League Thursday. Shout out to Tricky and Alex for recording tonight. Shout out to Homer for his uh, questions. Uh, shout out to Hello Games. Because the last campfire is fun. And a twerp you to do PSN's new setup. Because I hate it. All right, Alex? That's why they call me Whiskers, because I'm curious like a cat. Uh, give a shout out to the listeners. What? Someone out there has to get that right. Oh it's, it's a Will Ferrell thing, man. Come I, I, on. I, 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 I like uh, it. Give a shout out to the listeners, the fans, the fuel to the fire, the show of yours. Thank you guys for continuing to support our show so we can grow not only in our audience, but also in the number of platforms you can find us on. Uh, we appreciate you guys because without your support, the show just, just wouldn't be a thing anymore. So thank you all for all the support over the years and the continued support in the future. Give a shout out to Tricky and to Yield this week. Uh, not only for recording, Yield for a wonderful night of Rocket League back on Thursday. And Tricky for, you know, being willing to uh, air his grievances and stand behind him, like, uh, like, a, like, a, like a, uh, I don't know, just, just being strong and not letting people walk all over him, and yeah, give a shout out. Last but not least, uh, to my loving girlfriend Ashley. Uh, got herself a new laptop the other day. Uh, 
which is it's kind of a laptop also surface combination thing but not a microsoft surface but yeah hard at work doing school work while i'm over here recording so give a shout out to her she's awesome love you honey all right and i want to give a shout out to sweet mama d who is sitting on my lap say hi hi and since you missed it before, just so you know, Undertale is a sucky ass game. No, it is not. Okay, you can Undertale go back. Undertale is the best game ever. All right, you can go back inside now. Shout out to the guy. He said ever? it's better than God of War, Tricky, and and The Last of Us. Uh, about that. Uh, uh, shout out to the goddess. Uh, shout out to the listeners. A big twerp you to the people that you may or may not hear. Decide if I cut it out of the show or not. No, you gotta leave uh, it in there. If you know what. Leave it in there. If you got some salt to throw, just throw it. Yeah, but... It, I, listen, I, I don't mind speaking my mind. You guys know that about me. But, I don't know. This is supposed to be a fun contest. I don't want to make it an angry contest. Uh, sh- uh, who else? Shout out to the listeners. Thank you very much. Shout out to the smart-ass friend of mine who decided to... Uh, mock me on my show, even though she's never going to listen to the show and never know my answer. She's just being a smart ass. Shout out to Homer, who uh, uh, sent in the questions. And uh, I think I speak for everybody uh, as you'll start off the show. Uh, we can send our hearts and prayers out to you, uh, Homer, and your family. Uh, sorry for your loss. And uh, I hate to end shows on, on a sad note, but. Well, hold on, Tricky. I just will say, like, I, I saw this stuff in the chat and. Like, I didn't know how to respond because I feel like, you know, nothing I could say would ever be enough because I hate responding in text messages and stuff like that. So, um, I don't know. I just, I just wanted to say that, you know, Homer, we, we, um, we feel for you. We're, we're sorry for everything that you guys have gone through recently. Um, yeah, I just wish I could offer more, but, um, I just, I didn't ignore it. I just, I just couldn't find the words to say, and I just didn't feel like anything I could say would be enough to, you know, contribute. So. We were were real sorry, man. All right, so if there's nothing else, until next week, happy trophy hunting. Later. The PSN store needs to update. The theme song is Venus by the band Even off their album Zenith. Permission granted by the band and 12 Stone Records. You can find them on Facebook by going to www.facebook.com slash evenphilippines.